Welcome to the Miss Mindset Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you master your mind so that you can up-level your life and live with confidence, passion and fulfilment. My name is Brianna. I'm a law school graduate, teacher, teen mentor, mindset and transformation coach, bookworm, fitness junkie and student of life obsessed with learning and sharing everything there is to know about the art and science of happiness. Having worked in both the corporate and educational world, I became somewhat frustrated at the fact that we are never taught how to use our most important tool, our mind, to master emotional well-being and use it to thrive, not just to survive. My intention for this podcast is to give you the strategies, tools, encouragement and guests who will help you to rewire your mind so that you can find your version of success and live with a fulfilled mind, body and soul. Hello, welcome back. I am so excited to finally press record after a little bit of a break. Uh, 2020, wow, 2020 has just been so unpredictably up and down and obviously on a global scale, no one could have predicted what was going to happen with COVID and lockdown. And I think what that's done has caused so many people to reflect and to question, am I happy with where I am in my life? Am I looking forward to things going back to normal? Am I okay with where I'm at? Do I want to make changes? And I know for me personally, it's been a real year of reflection and change. And (laughs) I've actually thrown my life into complete disarray recently. And I will do another episode on that because I have been having quite a lot of coaching calls with people who, like me, were sort of thinking, actually, I'm a little bit dissatisfied with the way my life is going and I want to make a change. And it's a scary, scary thing to do. But I'm really trying to embody my what I always preach and that's feel the fear and do it anyway. And so I've done that. And like I said, my life's in an exciting roller coaster of change and I, I'm really, really excited at the prospect of the unknown. I always have been. And so I'll do another episode on that because that is another topic that a lot of people have been coming to me with. And that's when you're dissatisfied, how do you find clarity in your direction and how do you reverse engineer a plan to sort of facilitate your fulfillment basically. But today I actually want to talk about something that's been coming up so often and that's low confidence and I'm going to use the term self-esteem and confidence interchangeably although there is a slight difference but for the purpose of this podcast I'm just saying confidence and self-esteem and I was having a conversation recently with a client and I just after the after the conversation I thought If I could just give every client, every student, everyone just one skill set or mindset tool, it would be the ability to develop or improve self-confidence. And confidence is really a state of mind. It's 
to me, a sense of I believe in myself and my abilities and I have complete trust and faith that I can do what I say I'll do and I'll be okay either way. And unfortunately, I feel like in a modern context, we're probably not in the most ideal environment to feel really confident because, you know, it's a capitalist society where advertising feeds off insecurity and perpetuates that and we're always comparing ourselves on social media and while I'm a huge advocate in being completely responsible for your own filter system and what you consume I do understand that it can be a really difficult context to to be a really confident person however I do believe that confidence is actually a skill And because it's a skill, the good news is if you're listening to this as somebody who would identify as having low confidence or has one area in life maybe where you do feel a bit low in confidence, then this is a really good thing because it is a skill and that means it can be improved. And today's episode is all about how to actually go about improving low self-esteem or low confidence so that you can thrive because someone who is confident is going to thrive in life. We all can think of somebody and we all know someone where you just can't help but sort of be pulled into their vacuum of confidence and when they walk into a room you sort of feel energetically uplifted because and it's not cockiness it's just a sense of This person is so comfortable with who they are and because of that, they interact really well with people and they go for things that they want and they put themselves in positions that others might perceive as scary, but they have an understanding and an internal solid foundation of belief and that's what causes confidence. It's an internal thing. And this is also so good because once I go and I, oh, I'm so excited. Sorry, I'm getting excited because I know that confidence is something that you can learn to develop and to build. And what that means for you is when you learn how to build confidence and give it to yourself, nobody can take it away from you. And that is brilliant. Like once you really learn the skill of improving your own self-esteem, nothing anyone can say or do will actually be able to really knock that because you know that it's something you've created for yourself. So self-esteem and low confidence can come about for a number of different reasons. And although in some aspects it, it can be important to identify the root cause I'm very much results focused and I'm very much about forget what was and what's caused it. Let's figure out how to make it better. In saying that, I'm just going to point out really quickly that self-confidence can come, low self-confidence, sorry, can come from lots of different pasts and experiences. And, you know, it can be, like I said, because of our modern context or low confidence might be from a past trauma. It could be because of past experiences where maybe you were humiliated or something happened that really made you doubt yourself or it could just be simply from a lack of exposure to things, activities, events, scenarios where you've been able to slowly build your confidence and I'm going to get into that in a moment. 
But I just wanted to point out that for some people, even identifying the root cause, for example, if your low self-confidence is based on trauma or a dysfunctional relationship, say, with a parent or um, an abusive relationship, at least acknowledging or having an understanding that that thing could be the root cause of it empowers you to find results to work through that, whether it's through therapy or NLP and using timeline techniques or even just understanding, hey, this is where it's come from but and that's my past. It doesn't have to be my future. That can be a really empowering thing to consider too or at least to acknowledge and recognize. But like I said, the past that has created this low self-esteem or confidence to me right now for the purpose of this podcast is not relevant because I want to help you regardless of what the cause is to improve and to take actionable steps towards improving that confidence. And so I do honestly believe that low confidence often comes from a lack of trust in yourself. That is, you don't believe that when you say you can do something or you say you will do something that you actually can. And so the way to actually go about disproving this or to improving the confidence there is make yourself a goal, a little tiny goal and actually do it. Now, I feel like it's really important to emphasize the actually do it because when you are somebody who is always setting goals for yourself and never following through with them, it actually has an adverse effect. You are only decreasing your self-esteem and your your lack your sorry, your faith in yourself because every time you say to yourself you'll do something, you're actually just proving your subconscious mind your whole self a liar and that is not going to improve your confidence. So when you set yourself a goal, make sure you mean it and if you don't and you know within yourself you don't really mean it, if you're somebody who every Sunday says, oh, I'll start a diet tomorrow but in your heart of hearts you know you're not going to do it, just don't set yourself that goal. Don't set it if you don't really mean it because it's going to have such a detrimental impact to your confidence and it's telling yourself it's signaling to your subconscious mind I'm a liar and I don't mean what I say why would I have any self-confidence or belief so make yourself a goal and actually mean it don't write it unless you mean it and if you can't think of anything you seriously mean at this point in your life just wait When you're serious enough and you write it down, you will do it and it will slowly build your confidence. If you think about it as you are on a mission now to collect evidence that proves that you can do what you say, that is your mission. Think about an athlete. Like I always tend to go back to athlete metaphors, but an athlete who is used to running a marathon, used to running 42 Ks, doesn't freak out when you say, hey, can you go for a 10K run? Because they know they have the confidence they can because they've proven to themselves time and time again that they've got this. You need to prove to yourself 
time and time again that you can do this and it's just a little step at a time collecting pieces of evidence that hey I've got this when I say I'm going to do it I'm going to do it and I'm improving my confidence every time I do one more little thing that I didn't think I could do Again, I'm going to use the gym, but I would say when I first went in to learn to lift heavier, I used to watch people doing heavy squats and think like, oh my God. And when I say heavy, like (laughs) for a, a small girl that's not very tall, heavy is like 100 kilos. I was like, I'm never going to be able to do that. So what did I do? I started from 40 kilos and every week. Every week it got a little bit higher and a little bit higher to the point where I had confidence that I can do what I say I'll do because every single week I'm collecting the evidence that proves to myself I can. So that's the first thing. The second thing I would like for you to do if you're someone who is sort of struggling with some confidence issues or just some low self-esteem Make a list of your strengths and weaknesses and really get to know yourself. Now, there's a couple of things that you can do with your strengths and weaknesses chart. I would put it into a column, sorry, two columns, strengths, weaknesses. Focus on your strengths. What is the point really in looking at your weaknesses And spending time thinking about them when you've got this whole big list of strengths, why not focus on them? They will improve your confidence. If you really need, if for some, like let's say your weakness is actually impacting you because it's something that you need to excel in work, at work. So what you will do with that weakness is actually adopt a growth mindset And understand that everyone has a weakness. Every single person listening to this podcast has a list of strengths and weaknesses. None are ever the same. We're all good at different things. We're all not so good at different things. And our weakness list looks different for everybody. For you, identify what it is and go about tiny little steps of achievement that you could, like I said in the previous point, make a goal towards and prove to yourself that you'll do it. Confidence comes from giving yourself a command and following through with it. Lack of confidence comes from giving yourself a command and doing stuff all and then this cycle continues. So if you're going to address strengths and weaknesses, you've got two options. Completely disregard your weaknesses because they're not important and you've got a whole bunch of strengths that you can focus on. Or if one of your weaknesses is actually something that you really want to improve because it would add to the quality of your life, go about making a tiny little action plan that you are going to implement. And when you do little things to make yourself that tiny little bit better each day, you maybe jump into fear a little bit. Maybe it's public speaking and you say, you know what, this is impacting my life. I'm going to see someone about it. I'm going to see a coach or an expert. I'm going to practice in front of three and I'm going to actually do that. And then I'm going to have the confidence that I can do that. So I'm going to do it in front of 10. And then I'll know I've got the confidence to do that. And I'm going to do it in front of 15. 
and build yourself little pieces of evidence. Collect evidence for yourself that you can do what you set your mind to and you can do the things that you thought you couldn't. That's where confidence comes from. So the other thing, oh, the other thing I wanted to say with strengths and weaknesses, when you are listing your strengths, I also would like you to really focus on them. And once you've got a huge list of strengths, write yourself a letter, (laughs) write a letter to yourself. And it's like a personal brag letter where you acknowledge everything that you have achieved in your life that you are really proud of. And there has got to be even the most, what you think are the smallest of things. You might consider them small things, but when you read them as a letter and you remind yourself that you've got lots of acknowledgements that you probably don't give attention to because the human mind is conditioned to focus on the negatives. When you read back this letter, you actually start to think, actually, I have lots of reasons to be confident. Maybe you're really proud of the fact that you're a bloody good friend. You know within your heart of hearts, I am a loyal person. Maybe you know I am the best mother or the best partner or husband or wife that I can possibly be and I'm confident in that. Maybe it's that, you know what, I got that grade that I never thought I could get or I ran that marathon, whatever it is, write yourself a brag letter saying, dear me, I really appreciate you for the time that you achieved, blah, 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 blah. And read it to yourself when you need a little bit of a confidence hit. Okay. The other thing is, and it does seem, first of all, it seems when I first say it, oh, like really that's not actually confidence. But give yourself some self-care, give yourself a few reasons to walk with a bit more pep in your step. Whatever that means for you is completely different. For some people, it might mean wash and blow dry your hair, get your nails done or spend a bit of time painting your nails, um, dress in something you really like. Do the tiny little things that actually make you feel more confident in your skin And it's not about being vain. It's not about your appearance. It's about how you feel when you look a certain way and how you interact with the world. When you are feeling low in confidence, there's a tendency, you know, to sort of hide behind other people or to, if you're feeling low in confidence, you might actually forget to put in those self-care routines and steps that's when it's more important than ever to really give back to yourself and to give yourself some self-care. So get dressed up, do whatever it is that makes you feel really good because once you actually, it's like you're stepping into confidence. Think to yourself, what would I wear? How would I look if I was feeling really confident today? And funnily enough, when you almost fake it, you start to actually feel it. It's like For myself, if I wake up on a day where I'm not feeling motivated to work out, I actually make sure first thing I do is I get into my active wear. And funnily enough, it's like my body is associated and anchored in and it knows active wear means I'm working out and it just happens in reverse. So what would you need to do to feel confident, to step into confidence in terms of your self-care and your appearance? Because... Most of us human beings 
are conditioned to feel confident when we feel good about our appearance. And if there's something that you can do to improve that, by all means, go for it. Uh, The other thing I wanted to, as another point, is to find yourself a confident role model and ask yourself, like even if it's just finding yourself mentally, someone that you think, gosh, they're so confident. How are they confident? What are they doing And role model that behavior because it is really a sense once you start emulating that body movement, that strut, that eye contact, the way they talk, the way they walk, you actually will notice that you will start to feel it too. And it's not a sense of false confidence. It's just have a look and find someone because sometimes the thing is, We don't know how to be confident because we don't know what it looks like within ourselves. So we have to find a way to almost to emulate or to model it. And then it starts to become part of our behavior. And we, because we're behaving in a way that's confident, all of a sudden we're building little pieces of evidence that prove to ourselves, actually, I can be confident in this scenario. And the more we collect evidence for ourselves, the more likely we are to just feel that way more often than not. And the last one is, and I'll always say this, I feel like I'm going to say this in every episode, it's the number one skill set and the number one piece of advice for any kind of self-improvement. And that is be aware of your thoughts. You cannot change anything. You cannot thrive. You cannot make any lasting impactful changes if you're not being so consciously aware of the things that is the things, the thoughts that are going on inside of your head. Once you're aware of them, you can actually engage with them, observe them and engage with them. I mean, the thoughts and question them. Once you realize you've got a lot of shitty thoughts running around in your head and they're actually perpetuating low self-confidence, that's when you can actually stop, redirect your focus. Let's say you've gone into a place of really bad thoughts and you're saying, oh, but I couldn't do that and I'm not good enough and I'll never be able to do this and why would he or she talk to me or whatever it is, that's when you stop recognize that was a shitty thought and it's perpetuating a low self-esteem and then redirect your thoughts to maybe your strengths, maybe all the reasons why that thought is actually wrong. So stop, take stock of your thoughts, redirect where needed and kill those shitty thoughts because they're not serving you and you've got a lot of things that you can focus on that will actually improve your confidence. Um, I did have one more and I want to point out that I am actually a huge proponent of social media and I love social media. My first degree was in media and I think it's great. I really do love it and it's, it's, it's served me in so many ways, but if your social media feed or even the people that you're spending time with are actually... And like I said before, when you start to realize that you create your own confidence, not many people will be able to knock it. But if you are finding that certain news feeds or certain people that you follow or certain people in your life 
tend to make you actually question your confidence or point out your flaws or make you question yourself, that might be a trigger. And I'm not saying it's their fault that you have low confidence. It's always your responsibility to improve your well-being. But if you're noticing that there's someone or something that always seems to trigger a low like a low self-esteem response from you, question that. Question that, ask yourself, is this something, is this someone who just isn't right for me right now? Is this someone who is empowering me? Is this someone who is belittling me? And is this someone that I could possibly do without? Okay, so I feel like I've been boom, 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 but I wanted to really give actionable steps. And just to piggyback off those actionable steps, I actually have three action steps that I would like you to take right now, not if you're driving, but later on, I want you to do these three things. If you feel that your confidence can be quite low or in one or two areas of life that you want to improve, I want you to do these three things. One, make a list of your strengths and weaknesses. And once you have done that and you've really spent time focusing and expanding on your list of strengths, write yourself a letter that acknowledges everything that you have done to date that you are proud of. Everything you've done that you have, everything that you've achieved and everything that you are really happy with, everything you've done that you maybe once upon a time thought you couldn't do and read that when you need to. And the third thing is set yourself a small goal or a little scary challenge, one that you really mean you're going to do and do it. Start collecting evidence for yourself and step into the person that you want to become. Okay, I hope that helps. Um, I am going to leave it there because I'm on a mission to make these episodes a little bit smaller. I'm very conscious of your precious time. But as, as always, thank you for tuning in. Please feel free to share and leave a review. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Miss Mindset podcast. If this is something that you feel could help a loved one, please feel free to share. You can also follow me on Instagram at missmindset underscore or subscribe to my weekly email, which is at www.missmindset.net. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And please remember, you have a mind and you can use it to thrive. You were not put here just to survive.